Welcome to Let's Get Lit, sis. Let's get lit. lit and have fire discussions. Mine and your host, Day. And I am your host, Vana. And together we make up the team of people here to entertain you today. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You better be happy you listened. This podcast was brought to you by the grace of God himself today. Okay. Because we were both about to say, fuck it. <laughs> All right, so what are we drinking today? Uh, we are making Buck Love, okay? So it is Bombay lemon, nay, or no, watermelon. I'm sorry. It is watermelon lemonade. And then I have a little cut up lime in it, you know, a little pineapple chunks. It tastes very good. Nice and pink. Very good. I ain't as fancy as you with the chunks, but in my head I got chunks. Okay, and we here with it. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited. You know Um, you love Bombay though. See me. uh, That's all I drink, and people be like, "You just be sitting around drinking that?" Yes. Yes, Absolutely. Mind your business. (laughs) Absolutely. You in my business? Don't do that. (laughs) Don't. All right, so what is the topic of the day? All right, we're talking about relationships. Woo, everybody's favorite topic. Oh, yes, always. I'm excited for this one. Me too. I love when it can be controversial. Oh, yeah, and when when you know that some people just not going to agree with us, it's just going to be like, all right, it's fine. Okay, get these dumb bras off air, please. Somebody turn it off. <laughs> and we over here like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Man, and a boo-boo. <laughs> you can't make me. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's hilarious. Because that's exactly how we act too. No, you can't make me. <laughs> exactly. Are you my mama or nah? Nah, leave me alone then. Okay. But my daddy don't even tell me what to do. Period. <laughs> Period. So don't talk to me. Well, treat all these people like their stepdads and you and they got married when you were 17. <laughs> Listen, I got a stepdad that came around even later than that, so I know exactly how to treat them. Okay, look, keep your distance. <laughs> Stay away. Just because you decided to marry my mom don't mean nothing has to do with me. I know I always make fun of my friend. His mom remarried and he's 30. So I just be like, oh, did you go say hi to your stepdaddy today? He <laughs> <laughs> gets so upset. It's pretty fun. Facts. Okay. So relationships. All right. So before we get into relationships, we have to determine what it actually means to be in a relationship. Oh, goodness. Like with our culture these days, it's real easy to just like justify it or just yeah. like, oh, I'm in a relationship. One of you are. The other, however, <laughs> <laughs> is still single. So it's a little mixed up. Well, since you're more so of the relationship connoisseur, because fuck them niggas, um, <laughs> give me your definition. Okay. So I feel like in a relationship two people have to agree that that's what's happening like you said 
sometimes it just be one person in a relationship. Sometimes it be two people in a situation ship, but they act like they're in a relationship. Like, I really feel like I don't care how old you get. There needs to be a discussion between two consenting adults that I'm going to be with you and you're going to be with me. And this is how that looks. Yes, I I kind I definitely agree. I feel like a relationship includes exclusivity. You are committed. Yes, it's not obviously marriage, but you are saying here, I am only loyal to you. I am dealing with you and everyone else is gone. I'm dropping my lineup. That's a relationship and it's defined. Both of you guys are on the same page at all times. Okay, so do you feel like in order to be in a relationship then that you should be building towards marriage? If that is that basically the ultimate goal of the relationship? Yes. Like, are you just going to be in a relationship to waste time? Like, I want a purpose at the end of the day. And even if not every, obviously, every relationship ends in marriage, but it will teach you something about what you like and what you dislike. So you can find that person who is right for marriage for you. Okay, so it either should teach you a lesson for marriage or end in marriage. Period. (laughs) (laughs) The purpose is marriage. Not everybody agrees with marriage, you know, and people are comfortable with common law marriage where they're just together and there's actually no documentation with the courts. But personally... I need you to sign that dotted line. Thank you. Okay. I feel like that's fair. Um, I mean, I don't know if I think that every relationship has to be, well, I guess not, because I would probably be dating. But I feel like I'm single until I'm proven married, you know? So, like, even if I'm in a relationship, I feel like until I have to write all my taxes that I am married, I'm single. Yeah, but at one point, you're going to, for it to end in marriage, you have to have some type of commitment or loyalty to one person. After I get the ring. Not after you get the ring. So, how do you, okay. So, what are the stages of a relationship to you? I think you you you're talking first, then you're dating, and to me, the dating phase lasts all the way until you get engaged. Um, and then what? Then after you get engaged, then you get married. But I don't really think that a relationship. I think a relationship is a waste of time because all that time where y'all trying to decide for two, three years and this is coming from somebody that's been in four year relationships. Like, I feel like I should have just been dating that entire time. Yeah. Like, instead of just being in a relationship and being monogamous and being with one person for, for four years more than once in my life. I feel like if I would have just continued to date until I was engaged, which never happened, that I might have, you know, I might have what I want by now instead of yeah. like cutting it off so, because of one person. So do you think you waited too long? 
Of course. I'll definitely wait too long. At this point, if we're dating for more than a year, I don't want to be with you no more. So did you ever see of the see any red flags like, okay, it's the second year. We're not talking about marriage. We're not like we live together. I'm committed to you. You committed to me. But there's no growth. You're not even plan on you're not even plan on proposing at this point. Did you ever think to just walk away or it was just I'm in love. I, w- I want to stay. I threatened to walk away, but I didn't. You know, and I definitely said that, like, look, we're being stagnant. Like, I feel like we need to get married. We need to have some kids. We need to do something because we just being us. And I'm tired of us the way it is. Um, But I didn't leave because by the time that, you know, the two-year mark had hit, I'd already been invested. And I was like, well, fuck. I'm out here blowing my 20s. I might as well see what I can get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. You know, let's just wrap this on up. So you said it reached a stagnant point. And at that point, you no longer wanted to, or you no longer wanted to date because you felt like a lot of time was already put into this relationship. So at that point, you gave your partner or, you know, your spouse a ultimatum, but you didn't stand strong in your ultimatum. No, I did not because I really didn't want to give it up. It took it took for the Lord to remove them people from my lives in order for me to get rid of them. So do you think you didn't stand strong in your ultimatum due to the fact that because of the thought of losing them because of either is it because of the time you invested or was it more so because of the love you had for them? It was definitely because of the time that I had invested and because I really wanted to be married. I don't like starting over. Mm-hmm. So, like, the idea of having to start over with another person, learn their favorite color and shit, meet their shit parents. Shit real old. Everybody's yeah. favorite color is blue now. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you're blue. Uh-huh. Look, you said, what sign are you? Oh, a Sagittarius. Everybody's a Sagittarius and their favorite color is blue for my niggas. I'm sorry. Exactly. So, it is... <laughs> I hate, I hate starting over. So I would rather have tried to make it work in the situations that I was in instead of start over. So to me now in my old ripe age, um, I'm dating until I'm married, period. Yeah. See, I think this is like one of the first times where I was like, you know what? I'm not getting, I always get caught up in the talking stage, which is very agitating because it it gives them the right to treat you like a pen pal. What you doing? Oh, what you doing this weekend? Oh, you better not be with no other nigga. Nigga, are you in jail or are you going to come see me? <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what I'm doing because obviously I'm not with you. Talking about, oh, you should sit down. No, you should come actually plan a date. That's what you should do. Or you should be like, you know what? Where you at? Let's go out to lunch. Look, I am one of the most laid back people, but that I, it's definitely a different a difference in the talking stage and the dating stage. To me personally. Like talking, you you pretty much is you're really just talking over the phone and you're texting. But I feel like that talking stage. That should be about two weeks. Okay. 
cut it loose. After, if you ain't seen me after two weeks of bomb ass conversation, baby, you don't ever plan to see me unless you traveling for work. You out of the country. But shit, at this point, why you ain't buy me no plane ticket? <laughs> like, why am I not getting flewed out? Okay, where where's my plane ticket? Okay, I got a duffel bag. I got my spending night bag ready. <laughs> All right. So you said. You think you wasted your time more so because it was invested, but not because of the love. Do you think, what is your, the most, what is the best quality or best trait to have to be in a relationship to you? To me, um, it would have to be communication, have to be like real honest and open communication. I don't think a relationship can work without it. it well, it's a tie between communication and trust. Yes. And if you don't trust the person and you can't talk to them, then it's really, it's a waste of both of y'all's time. So trust, see, I have three, to be honest. Mine okay. is trust, communication, but I need you to comprehend what I'm saying. Don't just communicate to me or listen to me just to reply to me understand what i'm saying if i have a problem i'm not nagging because if i get to the point where i feel like i'm nagging well shut the fuck up now look you're out of the picture (laughs) you're lost (laughs) i'm nagging you're done here (laughs) like if i feel like i'm nagging because i'm not your mother i'm someone that you should feel like I like them. I should be invested. Enjoy them. And whatever I can do to make her happy, I will try because I know honestly what I'm doing, I'm trying to make you happy. Whatever I'm doing on my end. So I feel like there definitely needs to be like comprehension. Understand what I'm saying. Listen, Linda. I feel like that's fair. I feel like that's 100% fair because a lot of times you don't even, I found that in relationships, sometimes you don't even communicate the same way as the other person. So yeah. like, you could be talking to me, but I'm not, like you said, listening or hearing you, or you could be saying something and I'm not interpreting it the way you meant it to be interpreted. It. So you might say, babe, like it really bothers me when you leave the toilet seat up. And I could be like, well, just put the motherfucker down when you see it up. Like, I don't understand what the problem is. But to that person, they could be saying, like, well, it makes me feel unsafe. You know, it or, makes me feel Or it's just a pet peeve. Like, I'm a lady. I don't leave my toilet seat up. So put that shit down. Like, yeah. It's I the consideration that, of it. I said that to a man once and he was like, well, you don't put my toilet seat back up when you use it. <laughs> Well, well, damn, Gucci. <laughs> like, well, damn. like shots fired. Okay. First of all, you want me to touch that pissy rim? I think not. <laughs> right. I didn't have nothing to say because I was like, I sure don't leave your shit the way I find it, do I? I just leave it all disrespectful. <laughs> okay. Look, I might just close the lid next time. <laughs> He got me to shut the fuck up, though. I never complained about that shit again. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Well, let's just move on to the next one. <laughs> right. You got it. Right. You you smile. You smile. I ain't gonna say nothing else. <laughs> <That's not>. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, you got it, buddy. You got it. Yeah, I ain't got perfect way to say. end it. Like, just come back because I don't know. I don't like being shut down in situations. So when somebody says something that actually shuts me up, I'm like, all right. Now you got that. What's that dude name? That uh, basketball player who's the meme with all the question marks <laughs> around him? Um, I don't know, girl. You oh. asked who a basketball player was. I have no idea. Okay, so it's a meme of like this light skinned dude going like, <laughs> like what? I'm gonna find it and send it to you. <laughs> okay, I probably didn't see it, and I'm just sitting here acting like I'm 89. It's fine. Look, well, we're gonna edit this part out then. <laughs> no, it's all right. Let them see my age. <laughs> Let them see your age. <laughs> Maybe I'll start getting pity donations. Okay, cash Look, at I- me. Please. <laughs> Both of us. All right. So what is your difference between talking and dating? Do you believe there's a difference or? I do. I think when you're talking, then you're just talking. Like y'all might hang out from time to time, but y'all talking. I feel like dating is like courting. You know, y'all actually go on dates. Y'all actually like y'all at that point where y'all dating, where y'all enjoy each other. Yeah. And y'all can do stuff in public during the daytime. You know what I'm saying? Not Definitely like- during the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're doing everything at nighttime, you're a side chick, sis. That's... Um, yeah. Sorry if I get... <laughs> oh, super sorry. Unless you enjoy being a side chick, because I'm not going to lie. I they have enjoyed benefit. being a side chick. I, I, have, I have enjoyed it at some point in my, in my life. Um, so I can't say nothing about it. If you're a side chick, Bitch, you never been a side chick, but I always been this. I've been a sneaky link. Okay, but even still, that's real. I ain't even gotta answer your phone call. (laughs) That's even that's close because then you basically get the best parts of the person. The parts of you that they want you to have is the parts that they they get to choose who they are around you. And if you choose to be this person, then that's great. As long as you don't choose to be an asshole, I'm happy. Yeah. See, mine was just a, a liar. So he chose to lie. I don't know why. I never asked about his life. But anyway. <laughs> like, well, all right. Um, it makes okay, your mom worse. got kidnapped. Your mom got kidnapped. Girl, he told me his mom got kidnapped. <sighs> nigga. Who want to slap fire on that nigga? <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> just said drop off some dick what are you doing i don't care about none of that shit (laughs) look at one point your whole mother like really at one point i it got like uncomfortable because i'm thinking like okay you my sneaky link so you shouldn't feel no you shouldn't feel obligated to tell me anything about your life Unless you want to. Oh, he felt obligated. But it was always an obligated lie. Like, you really overshared there. Like, there's no way you say you live in different states. And I can send you a text message talking about, oh, I'm an hour away. You know, I don't stay in the States. And then turn around and be like, okay, I'm on my way within 30 minutes. 
Niggas be lying for no reason. I don't understand it. Okay. Okay, so, all right. It's just, what what category does a sneaky leak fall into? Is that dating or talking? That's below it. That's below, <laughs> That's below everything. Because I honestly, me and my sneaky link, we did try to date, but it didn't work. And like at one point, we wouldn't even communicate for real. We would just send eyeball emojis. Like, nigga, you know it's that time. Really? Mm-hmm. And then only and from there, we'd be like, all right, how far are you? I'm on my way home. Or I'm at home. You 20 minutes away. And he'll always you always bring a bottle, a little weed. Oh, I can't say that. You can, can say I- whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody know what state you in, so you fine. Okay, yeah, but it's legal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, and then we'll just kick back and listen to music, or I'll turn on. I at one point I realized like maybe he liked me a little because. He would want to come over and talk like conspiracy theories with me. And I'd be like, mm, I would just, can we speed this along? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to say I'm not interested, but I'm not interested. <laughs> like, okay, like, sure. Like, I wasn't, I'm not really interested in that, in your mind, but that body. <laughs> you can yeah, keep the body. Okay, about the body. <laughs> Look, mind, body, and spirit. You can keep the mind and the spirit, but that body is mine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Okay. (laughs) You see it from the Himalayas. (laughs) Yes. All right. So how long do you think each stage uh, should be before marriage? So I agree with you on the talking. I feel like if I talk to you for more than two weeks and I don't see you, because, well, I guess that applies to online dating because I date online. If I talk to you for more than two weeks and I don't see you, then it's just not going to work probably for me. Um, I like to just get it out of the way. Yeah. Jump right into dating. And then dating, I feel like, if you're if you're not serious if you're seriously dating like somebody, I don't think it's gonna take you more than a year to figure out whether or not you want to be with them for life or not. So hanging around for two years, three years, four years, like a nigga knows within the first six months if he's gonna be with you or not. Sometimes mm. within the first three months, I've had the dude that I'm seeing now. He knew within the first two days that this was something that he wanted to do long term. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that, I think niggas be just, they be pulling your leg, <laughs> trying to pull, get them. Look, they be pulling your leg to pull them draws, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they be pulling them legs apart. They just trying to get some booty and they'll say anything to get you, um, to get what they want from you. But a dude don't take that long to know what he really wants. And I mean, unless this dude is just playing me to the left too, which I guess could be happening. I have to be realistic about that. I'm pretty sure that he is very serious about the fact that he wants to be with me long term. And it didn't take him, you know, months and months to figure that out. No. But what okay. About... You... Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna ask you what how long do you think? Oh, okay. So again, the two 
weeks because you're not in jail. <laughs> We're not pen pals. <laughs> All right. And then <laughs> this is not locked up for love. Lock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, and then for the dating stage, actually, I think it's two different stages in dating. Like, and dating is courting while you are dating other people as well. Like, trying to figure out who you like the most. It's like duck, duck, goose. Like, oh, okay. And everybody got their placement. And if you become my favorite, congratulations. You get most of my time. Okay. And then... But after, I feel like that's about three months. After three months of both of us dating, we should come, ex- we should become exclusively dating. And again, that's another three months. We then, you know, all right. So now we're within six months. So from there, from six months, we are in a relationship. Okay. We And then from there, obviously, I think a year. Don't don't be trying to be out here playing with me and my mindset. And then from there, obviously, you should be proposing. And then fast forward. I'll give that the fiance stage. I'll give it a good year and a half. All right. But let us make sure we we together to get our marriage or to get our wedding of our dreams or because ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. I gotta make sure my shit together. <laughs> Because <laughs> I look, I need to make sure my wedding dress, my bridesmaids, we are the stars. Okay, so I've and then yeah, a year and a half, and then marriage. And so, do you believe in divorce? I absolutely believe in divorce. I'm taking everything. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting till the appropriate amount of time has passed. Because I believe, and I know this sounds fucked up, and I'm sorry if my future husband is listening to this, but I believe that I will get married more than once in this life. Really? So, yeah, I feel like my the the guy that I marry now is going to be my first husband. That's just how I feel. I don't know what's going to happen to the relationship, but I just don't, I can't see myself with one person until I'm 90. See, I, and that's crazy, because the person who is always in a relationship knows that she will not be married to one person. And then the person who has never been in a fully committed relationship and has been dating, I think I can be married once and be completely satisfied. But do you believe in divorce, though? I believe in divorce. Like, if you ain't happy, sis, leave. He ain't happy, leave. But make sure you got a prenup if y'all got some cash and land and shit around. I do believe in prenups. <laughs> like, I'm taking half. If not I everything. everything. <laughs> I want everything. Wrap it up in a bow. Thank you. <laughs> I want the yeah. land, the properties, the real, the real estate portfolio. I want it all. Leave that nigga in a box. Right. The second you say I do, that shit's mine. Period. Okay. All mine. Mine, mine, mine. What is yours is mine and what mine is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on on hundred thousand percent right there on Henriette Tubman. Like, hey. So, do you think our generation now celebrates toxicity in a relationship? Is it celebrated? I don't know if it's necessarily our generation, but it might be them them ones right just right underneath us. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we're a little toxic. I believe our generation is a little toxic. 
Yeah, I believe that uh, I don't want to claim it, but I mean, yeah, because they like exciting relationships. And to be real honest with you, exciting relationships don't last. If you excited all the motherfucking time, <clears throat> something is wrong. Yeah. Something is wrong because y'all are supposed to like yeah, I, chill, relax. Yeah. You ain't, why every time I come over it's the, butterflies. Yeah. Not an anxiety attack. Shit, that's why our mental be fucked up. Yeah, because y'all sitting around here looking for butterflies in your tummy and shit and when you feel that feeling, that is when you should run. The the butterflies? Yes, that's according to like some old Buddhist saying. Like I had read it, and it was like saying that your soulmate will not give you butterflies. You'll feel peace. Oh, because butterflies is like anxiety. That feeling in your stomach don't fucking feel good when it's jumping all over the place, and you all sitting there like, "Oh my god, he's coming! Oh, I can't wait to see him!" Like that shit. <laughs> Is a lot. You should feel peace and calm when you with your person. See, I think I see. I do get butterflies. Like if I want someone and I know I like them, like I'm excited to see you every single time. But if we chilling, the it's gonna the butterflies is not gonna be there the entire time. Obviously, it's gonna. I'm gonna be able to relax, but that initial, like, oh yeah, I get to see you, yay! Like, I want to be excited to see the person that I'm dating or I'm going to marry. Like, I want to. I want to like you. I actually really want to like your fucking personality because I get bored very fast. But you can like them and still not have like. I don't know. I guess the best way to it's it's kind of like when you come home, you know, like when you come home, you be excited to be home, but you don't. It doesn't make you feel anxious about it. You not no, yeah, or nothing like that. And so I think that when you find a person that you you want to be with, because I have experienced that before, they just feel like you're coming home. And so you walk in here, it's just like you walking into the house, like you, yeah, you happy to be home, but you don't, you're not overthinking your home. You're not ang- anxious about your home. You're not, you know, sitting there yeah. thinking all day, like you just come to a place where you feel comfortable with that person. And I mean, you might have butterflies at first, but it shouldn't be something that's like that, like every goddamn time. Have you ever heard of the three P's? And this is how you know somebody is like really liking you. It's protection, peace, and patience. When you're around them, you feel protected. They provide peace and they are patient with you. I haven't heard of that before, but it makes me think of a a certain person that I probably shouldn't think about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I can say I have now experienced patience because, like I said, I get when I get mad, I do reckless shit. I don't go out and vandalize because I don't like nobody having my money but me. But I definitely, I can definitely get mouthy. But before I get mouthy, you're blocked. And I, I want you to know you're blocked. 
Like, I don't know why, but I will tell you, you're blocked. Because now you don't, now I, I want you to know you no longer have access to me. That's I don't know. Like, I don't know why, but I will tell, if I block you, I'm telling you, you're blocked. So go ahead, go ahead about your business. And if I come, if I hit you up after I'm blocked, the, after the unblock, because if I take you off the block list, obviously I had to like you. But that gave me a chance to kind of like cool down. But I also see in the, I'm not sure if this is toxic though, because I also like the fact that if I tell you you're blocked, you better be trying to get in contact with me. <laughs> Email yeah. me, flash at me, send me a message through YouTube. I don't care what you need to do. Yeah, that's call toxic. Me block, or call me with no caller ID, do something. But But to me, I feel like that's why well, I don't know. It feels like, okay, they're actually fighting for something. I am a treasure to them, or I'm actually appreciated. I find that shit highly annoying. <laughs> yep. See? I don't know what the trigger is. Like, you're uh, fighting for me. You're you're showing me that you really like me. You really care. Yeah, no. If I do, if I block you, Especially if I tell you that I'm blocking you because I'm a silent blocker. I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to be like, fuck this. I'm done with this and just block you. But if I tell you you're blocked and you pop up with a message in my Snapchat, <laughs> I got a problem. <laughs> See, no, look. I w- you said you like me. <laughs> oh, it's sickening. Don't you dare email me. Don't Facebook me. Don't nothing. If I blocked you from my phone, the I only thing I would not appreciate is them popping up at my house. Do not ever pop up at my house. Oh yeah, I won't answer. I will, and I'm not calling no cops because I date black men. So, and I live in a white neighborhood, so I would never call the cops because that's deadly. But you will be standing outside. Yeah, you can so, see my car and everything outside, and I'm not. I don't care who you is. Don't show up at my house. Period. Honestly, I'd rather just unblock you and be like, I ain't even home or something. I don't know. We got figure something out. I got. I lie. Like I ain't yeah. gonna call you. I'm just gonna let you try to call me and be like, I know you at home. No, I ain't. And if you say y'all see your car, I got picked up. Period. Buy another nigga. So leave me alone. Buy. Okay. Look. <laughs> buy another man. I I was going on a date. What'd you yeah, he that? actually planned something. What about you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, do you believe in love at first sight? No. No? Why not? No. I don't believe in love at first sight. Like, you can find, you can lust at first sight like you can really like the way somebody look and it be memorizing but you can't love at first sight because you don't know who you loving they can be the baddest thing walking he can be the most scrumptious type of man and he oh that's my type but then you actually get to meet him and the personality or meet her and the personality oh no no I don't believe in it no 
that it's lust because everybody is visual. Men are more visual, but women are visual as well. And you can't just be like, yeah, I know I'm going to marry you. What? Sound all about fucking nuts. Do you? No, I don't believe in it. I think that love in general is probably a lie, but definitely not at first sight. Um, I feel like if you tell me that you love me after you just first saw me, then you love the idea of me. You don't yeah. actually love me as a person. And I've had people tell me that, like, ooh, I knew the moment I saw you that blah, 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 blah. And I'd be like, all right, but I didn't feel that way about you because I don't, I think love is a scam. You <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what is your definition of love? Or why is love a scam, sis? <laughs> love is this scammy ass feeling that'll have you doing anything and make you feel like you can't it like literally being in love makes you sometimes feel like you can't even function and that's toxic love and sorry but I was raised in a traumatic way so toxic love was what I knew first but I used to literally feel like sick without my person like to my stomach like if they would leave me I would like cry and be in my room all alone just crying because like they wanted to go hang out with their friends and shit oh yeah that shit is weird like I think for me my definition of love I believe in love like I feel like it's more so someone wholeheartedly accepting your flaws and loving your flaws as if it like as if it's one of the most beautiful attributes about you yeah but I think that we the way that we perceive love is so possessive. Like there's somebody that I'm absolutely in love with, but there's no possession there. And that's the most beautiful feeling. Mm. Like, and that's because I'm older and grown now, but I feel like most people feel like if you love a person, then that means you need to possess them and that they, that they're yours and that nothing that happens between y'all is going to matter. But it's like, nah, I just happen to love a person that is not probably ever going to be mine, but we enjoy each other and we love each other for who each other are. And we do definitely um, accept each other's flaws and shit, but like, it's not in a way that most people want to love. Mm -hmm. I can get that. See, for me, when you say possession, I think of like, oh no, you're mine, only mine. I I want you to be only mine. Like I don't. That again, to me, possession means to you and is and loyalty to you. So even though I can go out here and look and do whatever, or and see, not do whatever, or even have the opportunity, I still chose. Okay, right. so do you do you think you could love somebody who was poly then? Like, if, if you met a man that was, like, the man of your dreams, like, he was everything you wanted except for he never wanted to be monogamous, but that, would you still love him? No, I, because at one point, I want to be chosen. I want to be the light of your motherfucking eye. 
I want to be clean sheeven as it's only me. Okay. I don't, I can't. Okay. So do you believe in poly relationships? Oh yeah. I'm open to poly relationships because I don't think that we're naturally monogamous as human beings. And if you think about that, most relationships break up because of cheating cheating it's like well then why the fuck are we putting so much pressure on each other if niggas is gonna cheat then it shouldn't be that big of a deal as long as it's something that you already talked about now if they lying and doing all that shit getting bitches pregnant like you know that sort of thing then that's one thing but if y'all if if you could just be grown enough to say like i understand that you might not want to be with just me for the rest of my life but i do love you then i feel like that's fine see i I don't know if I can get down with the poly. Like, I, I think I would kind of have a problem knowing, like, I feel like it's always going to be some sort of competition because especially if, unless we're meeting the same man at the same time, at one point, somebody's going to become a favorite. I feel like it's going to be favoritism. And but and now also, okay. Do you think a man is really poly if he can be in a relation relationship with? He can accept to be in a relationship uh, with a woman and her boyfriend. I think that a man is poly. I think that a man is poly regardless. I don't care what nobody says. I don't think that any man is not poly. The only reason no, why and- men. If, okay, so if you had, <clears throat> say, if you had one boyfriend, right, mm-hmm. or he had another girlfriend, you were okay with accepting that. But then if you got in a relationship with a, a guy mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I, I want you to meet somebody, blah, blah, blah. And he said, no, I don't, I feel uncomfortable with that. He doesn't agree with your poly relationship. It, can you really signify him as or label him as Polly since he has objections? I think he will still be Polly, but I think he's an asshole. <laughs> like he's definitely an asshole, but he's def- he's still Polly because I don't, I personally don't think that men want to be monogamous, and the only reason why a man is ever monogamous is because he don't like the idea of you sharing your cooch. Yeah, but if he could, if he could fathom the i like if he if he knew that no matter what you would keep your cooch to yourself every man will have bitches yeah no because I, I to me i just don't want to think about my man going into the room while i'm sitting on the living room to go fuck another bitch but why would that bother you so much because it's mine <laughs> It is mine. What are you doing? That's mine. It's mine. That good. Look, I believe in monogamous relationships. So, next question: Do you think you could come back from cheating? Oh, absolutely. I could. It would fuck me up, maybe a little bit, depending on how the cheating was done. But to me, at this point, and actually for the last few years now, cheating has not been a deal breaker to me. I have cheated, so I can't say like, oh my god, I don't understand why people cheat, because I've cheated, and I've been cheated on, I think. (laughs) I think. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've been cheated on, but I just ain't never caught the person cheating. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so I've I've cheated, I've been cheated on. I'm pretty sure, and I can understand that why people choose to cheat. And I and I don't think that I like variety. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying that I'm gonna cheat forever, but I can understand why a person might or how a person could get into a situation where they cheat. And we're just human beings. Like I'm not about to break up with you because you thought somebody had a nice fat ass you know what I'm saying especially if we got something like if we're we built a life together you know like to me even if you're dating not married you would accept them back from cheating oh yeah because we're not even at the dating stage there's no ring on my finger you don't owe me shit to in my opinion until there's a ring on my finger you don't owe me nothing Hmm. Like, honestly, my friend told me he was like, <laughs> he was like, no, I couldn't share. He doesn't believe in it. He doesn't believe in like, even now he asks me like, have you slept with anybody since we've been talking? No. Look at that. <laughs> no. Yeah, but the thing is, though, it's like. You can't demand that of me at this stage. You feel me? But at the same time, I feel like it will also disrupt the trust that we are building if he knows someone else is in the picture. Yeah, but it's like, it's not your picture, bro. It's not your picture. It's It's not your picture. It's not your picture. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) It's my picture. This is mine with my crayons, my colors, my markers. It's mine. Yeah, you didn't put it on none of this picture, bro. So I don't understand how you feel like you get to control it. So do you think sex and finance play a huge part in a relationship or marriage or finding a significant other? I think it should. Well, maybe not sex because sex does fade. I don't care who you are. After a long time of being with somebody, y'all don't fuck the way y'all used to. It just it just doesn't happen. But I do think that finances is something that should be considered when you're dating and when you're marrying, when you're trying to get a significant other. Like, what did Cardi say? Broke boys don't deserve no pussy. I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just how I feel. If you broke, like, I don't want to fuck with you. If you still live with your mom or you live with some some other woman in your family, your auntie, your sister, no. If you if you can't take me on a date and you talking about some where are we going, okay, my budget is $30. Like if you can't Sorry, we need to stay in the house. Obviously, you need to be filling out job applications. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. $30. Not like, even forty. I've been on a, I've been on one date like that, and the dude was like, "Well, don't don't spend more than thirty six dollars." He was like, "You could get whatever you want to, but it can't cost more than thirty six dollars." And I just looked at him like, thirty six. Like he was. Sir, like, why are you bring me to this expensive ass restaurant? That's an appetizer, sir. All right, I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna have a drink then. I'm not even gonna eat no food because obviously I need to be a little bit tipsy to get through the rest of this evening." Okay, look, it need to be strong. See, I I had somebody like try to flip it where it was like, 
he knew he was paying and he was trying to be all cute. And we were supposed to be playing this like little game where we put our phones in the middle and whoever touched their phone first got to uh, answer it or got to pay the tap. Right. But it was actually an emergency. So I was just like, I really have to take this. So I answered my phone and I had to walk away. So when the bill came, I think he was like, oh, you said you got this? Sir, no, stop playing with me. The fact that you even thought I was serious about paying the tab. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I'm not here. I didn't come here to spend my money. Okay, I came to spend yours. And I didn't even spend that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was considerate. Only got one drink. We shared the appetizer. I got my little my little meal. I ain't even go all into the steaks and shit. I got me a little a little burger. What you doing? Your meal was more than mine. You got the tab. Yeah, you got the tab. <laughs> you got the tab. I'm that not ain't got nothing to do with me. You better discuss that between you, God, and the dishwasher. Look, Seriously, you gotta go wash them dishes. That's it. Good luck. Yeah, I don't fuck around with paying for I'm not even going to pretend like I'm about to pay. If you ask me out, you must have some money in a bank because I'm not paying for shit. And I know it sounds fucked up, but I watched this girl on YouTube who was talking about how expensive it is to be a woman. And it's like, I showed up $500. Okay, my makeup is done. My, my hair is nice. done. My hair is done. The hair is already half of the 500 anyway. The fact that I got in tracks right now, okay, lets you know that um, I'm not here to play play. Okay. Don't get over it. So I, I definitely feel that. Like, because being a woman is, and especially if you if you have to take it to the next stage, I always say, you're going to you get whatever coochie I give you. Bon appetit, ah, you really, you really got a man out here like I ain't eating that, I ain't fucking that. It's hairy, okay? And you act like your shit is wax. You want me to suck on that? Nap? You know what? You going down the wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> we were going down a path right there, man. Well, it was about to go to a whole different, different pathway. Let's get lit this after dark. Maybe we should make a Patreon. Okay. <laughs> like, tell us what you would like to hear. <laughs> well, so. if y'all, if there's anybody that's listening to this in the whole world, if y'all want a Patreon, we'll make some extra episodes. Okay. But you gotta Look. pay for those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, we trying to get sponsors. Look, coin too. <laughs> yes. 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 But I definitely believe in relationships. Do you now? Do you believe in soulmates? Yes, but I believe that you have more than one soulmate. I don't think that everybody just has one. I think you have a soulmate for each stage of your life. Mm-hmm. And they're not always a romantic partner. Oh, a- absolutely. Like, I think that, you know, I've I've had a several, a couple of soulmates in this lifetime already, at least three. And I felt like each of them was my soulmate, but I don't think that I was meant to be with them forever. Like, we just were supposed to meet up in this life and, like, this space. teach each other lessons and and learn from each other and then move on. But I don't think that there's just... I truly just don't think that there's one person that everybody's supposed to be with forever now. There are some people who do end up with one person forever, and that's cute. 
but I don't think that, that that's how like the whole human race is supposed to be. No, yeah, everybody is definitely different in their path. Like, I know women who are still, they got married and they got divorced and are still single, been single, and happy single. Hell yeah, being single is fun. They ain't doing shit, but but they happy and single. Okay. <laughs> but well, will you say that you, do you feel like you enjoy being single? I enjoy it now because I feel like I was so caught up in this stage of, I don't want to be single. I want to be in a relationship. And I was uncomfortable doing shit by myself. Like I was shy and it was like, no, let me go to the corner or no one wants to go with me. Now I will comfortably go to the bar by myself i will comfortably go to dinner by myself i will comfortably go horseback riding rock climb i do all them little activity by myself like if especially now like i have to tell people like i like to do shit like i'm spontaneous i'm very adventurous i love to just have fun so if you want to come you can but you ain't stopping my show Okay, period. So I think like but I, I do believe that I do believe in soulmates. And if you really if you're lucky enough to experience your soulmate throughout your whole life or one soulmate throughout your life, you are very blessed. But again, I do believe people are coming to your life as lessons when they are not there. Friend to me, friends can definitely be soulmates. It doesn't like friends can definitely be soulmates. I think even siblings can be soulmates. Yeah. Like the weird part is that me and my sister be like, damn, like you're my person. Cause she understands me so well. And I understand her. It's like, you're my person. I'm your person, but we're sisters. But That's me and my sister is the same exact way. We call it, we used to call each other wife all the time. Like, hey, wife, how you doing? Isn't it crazy? Like, dang. Like, every time my sister needs something, like, I'm like, I'm there. I got you. And then, but every time I need something, my sister is going over and beyond before any, I call her before I call my own mother sometimes. Like, I'm calling her. She's, do, do, do. Be down. Thank you. Oh, and don't let me ever have no trouble with no man. She calling my sister. I don't even call my brother. I'm calling my sister. We better get you together. All the way together. Because I know she don't mess around. Yeah, but I'm calling my sister. Now, my brother, now you really got a problem. Because my brother going to be like, man, you tripping. My sister, where you at? <laughs> Pull up. I'm nigga right now. <laughs> For real. Look, my sister, I know she going to, look. I I go. What about mine? <laughs> Look, she go war. I just need, I just need somebody to be kind of patient, though. I think that to comprehend what I'm saying and then to be patient with how I act. Do you feel like having being a healed person or going through and understanding your traumatic? Yes, not losses, but traumatic feelings or trauma is best to do it 
while you're in a relationship and you you guys grow together or to do it solo? I think it's better to do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um because it's not the other person's responsibility to help be your therapist. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times, especially, and no offense to men, but I feel like men, when they have problems, they want their women to fix it. And I don't feel like, I feel like you had a mother, she raised you. If there was a woman in your life that was going to fix your problems, it should be her, not me. Um, And I feel like whenever you have those issues and you work on them through yourself, now, you might have triggers when you get into a relationship that you'd be like, damn, I thought I worked through this, and but I didn't. But you should be able to recognize that you have a problem by yourself without Absolutely. another person being like, hey, bitch, that's weird. Like, it shouldn't take for somebody else to tell you, like, that's not how normal people do things. Unless you really just don't know. But I think that you should want to do the work by yourself instead of sitting around waiting for somebody else to fucking save you. Yeah. Because you have to be happy by yourself because your happiness is not dependent on anyone. Like, no, I honestly always ask, like, do you wake up happy? To me, that's an important question. Because if you ain't waking up happy, that means whatever trauma you're going through, you ain't working through that shit. You either medicating that shit somehow with alcohol or Mary Jane or shit, some perks it says, whatever shit sex yeah even sex or you know drugs and stuff you're you're medicating it but you're not working through it you're numbing the pain so i feel like it is very important to recognize your triggers and your trauma prior to entering a relationship yeah i agree but a lot of people don't though and that's why they be getting they be losing the loves of their lives and shit you know because right. they don't, they be waiting until they find the, the perfect person and then try to work through their issues with that person. It's like, nope, not people, people are not as patient as you would think. And no. everybody has their own shit going on. So, like, if I have my own shit going on, what makes you think that I want to help you deal with yours just because I like fucking you? Yeah. No. Okay. So, I met, I met a guy who you could tell in the conversation every time we talk this man was hurt and i just really wanted to tell him like you need therapy like you whatever trauma you have because what you're doing is projecting that pain or what you think i'm about to be all to you like you think i'm coming in to fix you so you're you're just waiting for me to rescue you you i'm about to be this perfect woman because I do this and I can do that and I can do this. No. You need to work on yourself. And when you're ready, if I'm still available, obviously. <laughs> if I'm still yes. available, then that at that point we can we can see what we can do. But I I see it already. I just be looking like, mm-mm, I ain't going down this rabbit hole. I seen it. And it's it good. Like that means you've been doing your own inner work that you can recognize it in other people. You know, yeah. some people can't even recognize it. Yeah, I feel like if you're if you're at a good place and you're at a peaceful place and you're truly healed, you are going to be able to recognize red flags, and it will not be acceptable to to allow that to be in your energy. Right. Um, I agree. Yes, 
So peace, love, and happiness. <laughs> right, right. We 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 didn't make it to our hour. Um, right. Thank y'all for listening. Please go ahead and comment, rate us, subscribe us, give us reviews. If you're on Anchor watching us, you can um, you can give us do- donations through Anchor. And we like donations, so go ahead and give us some money. Um, <laughs> Look, tell us how we can do better, but if you do that, give us some money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Provide feedback, but with money, and we'll be happy with that. But yeah, we'll see y'all again next week. Whatever day we decide to pop up, just be waiting on us. And uh, let's get lit. Yes. Peace, love, and happiness. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.